Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage, your opening entertainment for the evening, Nikki Gold, acerbic comedian. Thank you. Thank you. Good evening, folks, and uh, what can I say to you? Yeah, I just flew in here from Los Angeles, and uh, boy, does my invisible plane need fuel, babe. Only nine minutes and 45 more seconds of this, okay, choo-choos? <laughs> Buckle your SBs. <laughs> SBs means safety belts, okay? <laughs> Thank you and welcome. This is Left Handed Radio, and Matt and Brett Love Comics presents Spider-Man 4. Let's hear it. Yeah. Nikki Gold is my name. Esoteric comic book-based stand-up is my game. Okay? That's right, folks. I'm a dork. I make Patton Oswalt look like Daniel Tosh. All right? Trust me, I have my own fair share of rape jokes, except all of mine involve Dr. Light. Okay? Those of you who didn't get that joke better... Trot on off to Jimmy Hamley's on 33rd Street. Pick up a copy of Identity Crisis. I mean, Braddy Meltz needs the royalty smackerinos, babe. A lot of, uh, lot of great comic book movies this year, huh, Cheechels? What do we got? We got uh, The Avengers, The Dark Knight Rises, the Amazing Spider-Man. And uh, a lot of people don't know this, but Katy Perry, Part of You in 3D, is actually a panel-by-panel -panel recreation of Stuck Rubber Baby. <laughs> stuck Rubber Baby. I mean, Jesus, Katy, stick to music, okay, babe? I haven't seen a chick that out of place since Kitty Pride's first communion. Jew. <laughs> Kitty Pride's a Jew. <laughs> the Avengers was pretty good, huh, folks? Yeah. But let's face it, Babalu Mandel. That thing has more pace problems than Usain Bolt at the Molasses Open. The first act of The Avengers is so slow, issues 13 through 25 of Promethea were like, hey, pick up the pace, Tonto. I know I'm over here exploring the mysticism of the Tarot at a snail-like pace, but Jesus, trot out that Hulk, okay, Bokeem Woodbine? The only way the first act of The Avengers could be any slower is if it was drawn by J. Scott Campbell. <laughs> I mean, I love you, but Jesus, how long does it take to rip off Mort Drucker, babe? <laughs> Who does this guy think he is? Travis Charest? You know, I love J. Scott's work, but he hasn't drawn a full comic book since 1804. Pretty sure the last issue of Wildsiders was scripted by Goethe. <laughs> Not a Jew. Not a Jew. Dark Knight Rises, anyone see that? Yeah. Talk about the feel-good hit of the summer, huh? 
I haven't seen a superhero flick that mirthless since Lars von Trier directed Quasar. Quasar. Okay? You know, I, I've seen lighter moments in the Daniel Pearl tape. Okay, Ray Don Chung? I almost went over that joke, didn't want to. Rewound a little bit. Love how Chrissy Nolan always promises to inject a little real-world problems into his movies like Occupy Wall Street. And then instead we see Death Court presided over Killian Murphy's oog face. <laughs> hey, somebody, could somebody do my, my buddy Killian a favor and buy him some chromosomes, please? <laughs> the guy looks like Rocky Dennis after a stint at the Barbizon. Okay, Barbizon? <laughs> You know, I think my favorite part of The Dark Knight Rises is that I was able to understand a full 17% of the dialogue. <laughs> the accents in that movie are thicker than Puck from Alpha Flight's Grundlebush. <laughs> Chris Nolan's never met a marble-mouthed European actor he didn't want to cast, apparently. Oh, let's see. Three pages of crucial, impenetrable exposition. Who should say this? American? No. American? No. Oh, I know. Let's feed Cotillard a bunch of peanut butter and roll camera. Okay, chim chimney, chim chimney, chim chim chirooch. Which, of course, brings us to the amazing Spider-Man. You know, I don't want to go off on a structured comedic monologue punctuated by tightly written jokes here. But I, for one, am glad to see a web crawler played by somebody other than Sarah Gilbert. Jesus, Toby Maguire. I mean, you're a good actor, but I need a little more Peter Parker and a little less Darlene Connor. Okay, Sancho Panza. Don't worry, if they make a Legion of Substitute Heroes movie, you're a shoe-in for chinless lass. Okay? You know, a lot of people think the new Spider-Man is corny compared to the original. Corny. Huh? Yeah, let's take a trip down memory lane, okay, Ralph Edwards's? The centerpiece of the original Spider-Man movie is a day-glow balloon parade in Times Square hosted by Macy Gray. If that isn't corny, neither is corn. All right? Chooch, Silla, Presluch. That one was a play on Priscilla Presley's name for some reason. Not sure why. Let me look at this note card real quick. You know, we all know the real reason for the reboot, and that is the cinematic Hindenburg that was Spider-Man 3. Did you fucking see this thing, people? Did you see it? Yes? Oh, my God. Spider-Man 3 has more musical numbers than Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark, an intended musical. <laughs> I haven't seen that much Broadway overindulgence since I took, uh, fuck. Never mind, that, fuck that joke. Jerome Kern to the Sizzler, that's what it was. God damn it. 
And hey, Sammy Reigns. Hey, buddy, Sammy Reigns, over here. Uh, if you're going to turn a much-beloved franchise into some sort of Busby Berkeley fever dream of yours, at least pony up the scratch to afford the actual rights to stay in alive and not that canned Gennaro fucking thing recorded by the goddamn Hydrox players. Okay? I haven't been that sonically misinformed since I listened to Ashley Simpson's cover of Blame It on the Rain. I'm so glad you can CGI J. Jonah Jameson's nutsack in a dream ballet, but the Bee Gees, that's a little too much. All right, Ben? <laughs> the last thing that bothers me about uh, Spider-Man 3, though, is uh, set up, set up, set up. Establishment of premise, premise, set up. I mean, <laughs> I haven't seen that much specific since reference you'll never understand. Okay, nonsense word? <laughs> <laughs> But hey, that's just my opinion. I might be wildly incorrect. Thank you. We ready for a little Spider-Man 4 action? All right, so listen up, gang. Without further ado, ladies and cheechels, please welcome Matt Little and Brett White. Hello. You alright over there? Hi, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, Thanks ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Spider-Man 4. How you doing tonight? Yeah! 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 Oh my goodness, we are so glad that you are here. One more round of applause for Mr. Nikki Gold. What? Oh man. Uh, fantastic. So uh so Spider-Man 4. Yeah. Guys, uh, this is gonna be insane. Yes. Uh so here's what we did. We, uh, we took 24 people, uh, 24 of our friends that are very funny comedy writers, and we asked each of them to write one page each. Now the only catch was that they could only see the page that came before their own. So they had no idea what the rest of the plot was. Yeah, so see if you can keep track of how many dropped plot threads there are in this. <laughs> That's, uh, Nikki Gold will have a new dropped plot. I haven't seen that many dropped plot threads since I have no Since idea. Chris Claremont left the X-Men. Because he left and he didn't answer a lot of things. No, no, I got it. Because, yeah. Cause oh, what I was up it. with the upstarts? So, you know, that was after he left. That's true. Hi. <laughs> uh, I'm all fired up. I have my, uh, uh, my Spider-Man tie on tonight. It was one of those things, uh, you ever get like a novelty gift and you're like, ha ha, this is funny, I'll never have any use for that shit. Uh, and then sure enough, here we are. Uh, and I have a very specific use for it. This show, your life has been leading up to this moment. Literally has been leading up until this moment. I'm going to disappear into a cloud of stardust after the show and ascend to a higher consciousness. So uh, it's going to be exciting, you guys. We can guarantee this is going to be as interesting as Spider-Man 3. As interesting a lot as more fun. Four. A lot more fun. And no, Spider-Man's going to do some things in this show that you might... Just know that we love Spider-Man, guys. Yeah, there's some, yeah, no, that, uh, there's some stuff. Uh, Spidey's going to go through some stuff. He's going to go through some hard times. He's going to go through some stuff in these pages. Uh, but know that we all love Spider-Man, and we want the best for him. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, uh, just, uh, 
just know that as as everything is happening. You want to put you want to put the greatest of heroes through the worst circumstances to find out who they really are. And uh, oh my God, do we find out who Spider Man is tonight? And a lot of other cameos. <laughs> and a lot of other cameos. Uh, so without further ado, are you guys ready for the show? Yeah. Yes, I think it's time to introduce our cast. So, ladies and gentlemen, please give a round of applause to our cast for Left Handed Radio and Matt and Brett Love Comics presents Spider-Man 4. Please welcome Adam Bozarth, Dan Chamberlain, Anna Rubanova, Mr. Jeremy Bent, Aaron Burdett, Taylor Moore, and Catherine Mudon. All right, so without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, this is Spider-Man 4. When, uh, when's the delivery getting delivered? What, you getting sick of waiting? Hey, I got a family back home. I just want to get this shipment to whatever, to wherever, to whomever. Hey, you know whoever. The new boss man. And this ain't just whatever. It's the future. Right. Workers unload a wooden box, which starts shaking and growling menacingly. The workers yell and put the box down. Let's, let's do this! The two goons don ski masks and pull out handguns. Goon 2 fires off a few shots into the air. Everybody down! Step away from the cargo! Goon 1 rushes the box, punching a big old worker in the face, knocking him out. Goon 1 pulls out a crowbar opens the box. Nothing to worry about. I hear the shipment's friends. A claw rips into Goon's chest. Shots fired. Mayhem. Oh. Cut to. Exterior. New York City skyline. Day. Spider-Man swings through the city. Mask half up. Eating a slice of pizza. God, I love this New York City pizza. Suddenly, Jack Rocket, a cool guy with sunglasses and a jetpack, slams into him, knocking the pizza out of his hand. It falls like 200 feet and lands on Stan Lee. Stan winks. Hey, I was eating that. Not for long. Jack Rocket blasts off in another direction. He has a big bag of cash with a dollar sign on it, spewing money into the air. Ah, uh, Jack Rocket! Spider-Man shoots a web and Jack Rocket latches onto his jetpack. They hurtle through the city at breakneck speed, passing such landmarks as the Chrysler Building and the diner from Seinfeld. <laughs> Spider-Man, struggling to hold on, shoots webs all over the place, and suddenly there's a wall! Jack Rocket slams into it, full force, and dies. Interior. Daily Bugle, 30 minutes later. J. Jonah Jameson thumps a newspaper down on the table in front of a devastated Peter Parker, who is secretly Spider-Man. And some journalists. Headline! Spider-Man murders beloved bank robber Jack Rocket. I told you that Spider-Man is a menace. Now he's a mass murderer. Aw, oh, come on, JJ. I'm sure Spider-Man didn't mean to kill Jack Rocket and is very upset about it and would rather not be at work right now. Forget you, Peter. I've made sure the cops are searching high and low for him. Looks like this itsy-bitsy spider is about to be washed out. <laughs> Exterior alleyway. Spider-Man, a.k.a. 
Peter Parker <laughs> is winded from fighting crime. He can't shake the memory of how he accidentally killed cool villain Jack Rocket. <laughs> Spider-Man, AKA Peter Parker, takes a deep breath. He leans heavy against the brick wall. He starts to peel his pants down. Slowly, he reaches for his penis. He hesitates a moment, but then begins to slowly stroke it back and forth. It becomes more aggressive as he continues. Ah, uh, uh, I deserve this. He continues. This, oh, uh, this is just for me. He continues. Uh, I work hard. I'm allowed to have this. He continues. I deserve this. We stay on a wide shot of Spider-Man, a.k.a. Peter Parker, <laughs> masturbating for about five minutes straight with no dialogue. S.H.I.E.L.D. agent Nick Fury enters the alleyway. Not so itsy-bitsy spider after all, huh? <laughs> Spider-Man is caught off guard, but accidentally comes on a black cat that passes by. <laughs> foreshadowing black cat. <laughs> nice web sling. Pull your spidey pants back up. Camera pans in for an extreme close-up of Nick Fury. We're going to Tokyo. Cue soundtrack, Oh Yeah, by Yellow Plays. <laughs> Exterior, Shield C5 Galaxy Transport Aircraft. From up above, the aircraft resembles a Petri dish beneath a weak microscope. Operatives crawling along its intricate grooves like E. coli on a Twizzler. Camera gradually zooms in to follow the two dots, one red, one black, before they disappear into an automated entryway. Interior, shield, C5 galaxy transport aircraft, continuous. Spider-Man is led down a dimly lit passageway by a frazzled Nick Fury. The walls seem to be wiggling, closing in. Hey, Nikki, I don't mean to be nosy or anything, but you still haven't told me why we're going to Tokyo. Oh, or why the back of your neck is peeling off. With one pivot, Fury has his left hand on Spider-Man's throat, his right, surprisingly, on Spider-Man's hard cock. If you haven't figured it out yet, Parker, then perhaps we've made a mistake. Fury begins to pleasure Spider-Man. Close up on Spider-Man, pinned against the creepy wall, his costume crumbling, tearing away to reveal blistered, diseased skin, his face an equal mix of horror and delight. Slam cut to interior office day. Peter Parker reclines on a couch, framed by diplomas and medical certificates. And these nightmares have been recurring, yes? Yes, almost every night. Camera pans 180 degrees to reveal a shadowy figure with eight slithering tentacles, each holding a notepad and pen. Wait a minute, you're not Doc Octopolis, the Greek therapist, you're Dr. Octopus, the geek who's pissed! And your homoerotic dreams about Spider-Man and Nick Fury reveal you to be none other than Spider-Man! Uh-oh. Peter jumps out the window, Doc Ock follows in hot pursuit. Chase sequence, make it super sick. <laughs> Peter is caught by Doc Ock's tentacles and cannot escape. Doc Ock laughs. <laughs> now you died, doctor's orders! Doc Ock starts to rip Peter apart with blabbo! Doc Ock is clobbered with a pipe by Mary Jane. She picks up Peter and holds him to her ample bosom. Hey there, tiger. Oh, you saved my life. 
Look out! Peter shoots web gunk at the vulture! The gunk causes him to drop out of the sky and into a garbage can. Looks like we're even. Hey, we're not even, MJ. We're just... Bachman Turner Overdrive's taking care of business starts to play. But instead of business, Peter and MJ say villains. Villains! Dance sequence! Peter and MJ are played by crunk dancers. Villains! They kiss at the end. Villains! Cut to interior Swamp Thing's house. Swamp Thing is having sex with two prostitutes on his bed. Oh, Swampy baby, your root is so big. Yeah, spread your seed all over my tulips, grass ass. I want it. Uh, Are you two be quiet? I'm trying to concentrate here. Swamp Thing grunts as he struggles to finish. Finally, he gives up, turning away and pouting on the corner of the bed. Ah, oh, forget it. What was it, grass ass? I'm sorry, baby. No, no, it's not you. I just can't help but think about my old pal, Peter Parker. I should be in New York helping him. Instead of here, trying to get my stem sucked. Suddenly, the door is kicked in by several police officers, accompanied by a lawyer from DC Comics. Swamp Thing, you are in violation of your trademark agreement with DC (laughs) Comics, which states that you may not appear with or mention any character from a competing company. Taser him, boys! The police officers tase Swamp Thing in his crotch. Ah, My bulbs! Cut back to exterior street. Peter and MJ stop kissing to see Doc Ock walking up. Don't stop kissing because of me. Oh, welcome back, Dr. Octopus. MJ, this is Dr. Octopus. We call him that because his last name is Octopus. Pleasure, pleasure to meet you, Dr. Octopus. We were just practicing our kissing. Well, I could see that, NJ. Everyone should practice kissing. When I said you shouldn't stop earlier, I meant it. Oh, that's great. Hey, let's show Dr. Octopus what we can do, MJ. Peter and MJ give each other hundreds of tiny pecking kisses all over each other's face. That's some pretty good kissing. But have you tried this? Doc Ock gives MJ hundreds of tiny pecking kisses all over her face. With each kiss, he makes a kiss sound. Mwah. Wow. Whoa, I guess that's why I'm your science assistant. Hey, let me try. Peter gives Doc Ock hundreds of tiny pecking kisses all over his face. With each kiss, Peter barks like a dog. Better. Peter, I need you to come with me to my lab. I want to try out these evil robot arms I texted you about. Peter, no. You're always busy with work and mysteries. What about me? (laughs) Okay, Benjay, let me tell you a story about the ant and the grasshopper. What do I look like? An asshole? Uh... (laughs) Talk, uh... Mayor Jerry didn't go to college. MJ rolls her eyes and makes a blowjob motion with her hand. I'll, I'll tell you anyways, both of you, on the way to my lab, come along. Doc Ock ushers them along a long silver hallway. Fancy walls, how'd you afford it? I have my benefactors. MJ elbows Peter and makes a blowjob motion with her hand. 
<laughs> We're gonna do that later. We are at the lab now. Please, inspect the robo arms we will be working on. They are shiny like the hallway. I also have... I also have a November 2006 copy of FHM magazine. I think it might be right up your alley. Cool. <laughs> Peter and MJ enter. Doc Ock lingers at the door to take a call on his video wristwatch. It's J. Jonah Jameson. Hello, Octopus. I hope you have good news for me. Don't worry, Jam Jam. All is proceeding just as we planned. And you've all had many wet kisses? Shit, yeah. Time to start phase two. Phase two? Touching below the waist. No, no, no. You're, you're thinking of base two. And I always thought second base was just boob touching. But then what is it for guys? Anyways, we're getting off track. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. I've, I've got I've to gotta go now. Start phase two now. Bye, Jam Jam. Doc Ock enters the lab. Peter and MJ are in the lab setting up an elaborate arm wrestling tournament bracket. What do you think you're doing? Uh, these robo-arms look pretty strong. Mayj and I thought, what better way to test them than with an arm wrestling tournament? Okay, you know, that does sound pretty fun, actually. Wait a minute, you have me seated last? That's crazy. I'm literally an octopus. I begretted arm wrestling. It was a really strong feel. Well, who am I up against? Klugman, the nerdiest lab tech on the planet, <laughs> saunters by. Oh, well, looks like we're gonna uh, be arm wrestling, Doc. Well, that's it. Robo arms attack. Oh, mama mia. <laughs> Klugman is thrown lifelessly to the ground. <laughs> oh, 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 my God, is he dead? Of course he's dead. I attacked him with my robotic arms. That's exactly why I'm skeptical about you killing him. MJ checks his pulse. Wow, he's dead. Guess you make it to round two of the tourney. Cut to interior bar. Spider-Man, with the bottom half of his costume gone, exposing boxers, walks up to Jim, very muscular, sitting at a bar. Excuse me, are you, uh, are you Jim, strong-arm Jim? Yeah, what the hell's it to you? Look, Jim Strongarm Jim, you're the world champion arm wrestler, and Doc Ock, an evil villain, is hosting an arm wrestling tournament. I need you to get into the tournament and break all of his arms. Why don't you have pants on? Uh, they, got, they got turned off in a fight earlier. Anyways, are you going to help me or not? I don't trust men without pants. All right, well then give me your pants, I'll put them on, and then I'll ask you again. Well then, I wouldn't trust myself. Jim looks off into the distance. Uh, a hush falls over the room. In the distance, a woman laughs. I don't arm wrestle anymore. Are you kidding? You just this morning won the world's arm wrestling championship. I was six years old when I first saw a man without pants. Oh, Jesus Christ. Can we just get back to what I was talking His about? His name was Dr. Ice Cream. <laughs> I don't think he was a legal doctor. <laughs> Jim, the tournament, what I came in to I told to... you, kid, I don't wrestle anymore. Those days are over. Why? Look, I'm no athlete, just a trucker. My wife died recently, and I gained sole custody of my son, who doesn't think too highly of me. 
Well, how about this, all right? You enter the tournament, and maybe you can gain back the respect of your son. You know what? What? Jim grabs a small boy from behind a column where Spider-Man hadn't previously seen him. I think I'm done with arm wrestling and trying to earn this fucker's respect. You can take it. Wait! Jim, I'm busy fighting crime. I can't take your kid. Jim shoves the small boy at Spider-Man and takes off running. Last person to touch him is his dad. His name's Ronnie. God! Jim! I can catch you without even running. I just don't feel like it. You're a real piece of shit. You know that? Spider-Man looks down at the kid, and the kid looks up at him. Are you my new dad? No, I'm Spider-Man. I'm your babysitter. Oh. One time I met Superman. And he was way stronger than you, and he could fly, and you're gay. I, I am not. And just because Superman can fly doesn't mean he's any better at fighting crime than I am. Okay, whatever, I guess. Hey, hey, I'm not gay. So, you know what? I'm not even going to stand here and argue with a stupid kid. i got to get back to the arm wrestling. Suddenly, out of the sky flies a hundred giant air squid riding on individual flying platforms. It's the Ritka! Luckily, squid need water to live, so flying through the air meant instant death for the Ritka. They all plop to the ground like a torrential downpour of terror. Jim used to say the rain was God crying, so squid must mean that he's extra sad. Hey, newsflash, kid. I'm God. <laughs> and God hasn't cried since my Uncle Ben died, and even then my eyes just kind of watered. I'm really sorry for your lose. <laughs> Spider-Man kneels down and plants a tender, open-mouthed kiss on the boy. Mm. 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 Huh? I think I'm gonna get going. Ronnie turns to walk away and Spider-Man yells after him. Hey, hey, if you tell anyone about this, I'll come find you. I have a spider sense, so I'll know if you do. Ronnie disappears around a corner, leaving Spider-Man alone with his thoughts. Ugh, probably shouldn't have French kissed that kid. <laughs> but before Spider-Man can beat himself up any further, Mary Jane enters. Oh, how's my special guy? Oh, hey, MJ, listen, you're probably going to start hearing some things about me and Ronnie, but I want you to know that most of them are not true. Before Mary Jane can reply, a flaming green goblin pumpkin ball hits her square in the back of the head. She falls, face first, into the ground, and dies. <laughs> Mary Jane! Mary Jane, no! No, where's Ronnie? We hear maniacal laughter. It's accompanied by harmonica and inspired singing. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers enter. <laughs> Sorry we couldn't leave you with one last dance with Mary Jane Spider-Man. <laughs> the Heartbreakers play some harmonica and laugh wildly. I didn't expect to see you here. Well, I don't come around here no more. 
But the Green Goblin sent me to kill your little American girl. Listen to her heart. It stopped. The heartbreakers play some harmonica and laugh wildly. You're naughty. You know what? You're not even Tom Petty. You're just a dude who got bit by a cool person. What is this, a breakdown? I know my origin. He was a really cool dude. Seems like you learned it well, but now, Spider-Man, I need you to learn to fly. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers start throwing explosive pumpkins at him. Spider-Man shoots a web at a tall thing and starts to swing away. Tom Petty throws an awesome guitar riff at the web and it dissolves. <laughs> Spider-Man falls with a thud. There's something in the air and it's free falling. <laughs> yeah, well, I won't back down. I've been the waiting to hear that. Heartbreakers, break his heart. Spider-Man pushes the Heartbreakers out of their magical hyperspace portal to the sound of harmonicas, leaving him facing Tom Petty across the desk. I see your girlfriend's finally dead. You shut up about her, Tom. You just shut right up. I loved her. Tom Petty interrupts him, pushing his finger against the mask and then cupping his face tenderly. Tom removes the mask, and then they begin to make out in an extremely hot manner. Spider-Man struggles, tears streaming down his face. No, no, we can't. We can't. You promised, you, you bastard. What about Ronnie? Ronnie's in the past, and the past has always been a dusty, empty highway. And your soul's a desert, Peter. Let me water your desert. Spider-Man pushes him away, eyes wild. Oh, hey, wait a minute. You're not Tom. Tom Petty hates the desert. We know. No, it's, it's impossible. I disintegrated you myself. Tom Petty transforms into Sandman. <laughs> <laughs> you finally felt that one, Spidey. And now it is time for my true plan to be revealed. A section of the wall rotates open, revealing a gleaming bank of screens. Close-up reveals that each screen is monitoring the life signs of clones of Uncle Ben. No! 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 Yes! Yes! We've cloned hundreds of Ben Parkers. Each one raises one of your clones from childhood until a convenient accident leaves each responsible for his death and creates an army of Spider-Men at our command. We're pulling all the strings. <laughs> wait, wait, what? Hey, it's a complex plan, I know, but first we... No, 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 wait, wait. I mean, wait, why didn't you just clone me once, like right after my uncle died? Because, uh, be because... Huh? Wait, am I missing something? I mean, that'd be way easier, right? Like cloning me directly instead of having to engineer my morbidly ironic origin hundreds of times? I, I, I guess it was a lot of work, yeah. I mean, my wife left, uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> said I got obsessed and distant. But, but still, I have an army of Spider-Man! Spider-Man looks around, appraising the lab. 
And this facility, what you, uh, how much does this cost, you know, to d develop not only hundreds of clones of me, but hundreds of my Uncle Ben, too? Uh, yeah, uh, me and a couple of other guys had to go into some reverse mortgages to finance it. <laughs> Oof, I can't even imagine the interest rates with the market the way it is now. Yeah, yeah, it was bad. It was bad. Um, but please, can we get back to, to you fighting my Spider-Man clone army instead of nitpicking the army's cost-effectiveness? Ah, uh, sure, sure, but what, what about those guys? Spider-Man points to a group of Uncle Ben clones. Do they know that their entire purpose is to die? Of course, our death is necessary to inspire the Spider-Army. Oh, no, 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 that is not true. Wait, what? Other clones begin gathering around. Hey, what's he talking about? What's going on? Gentlemen, gentlemen, this conversation doesn't involve you. you. Don't you have morals to teach somewhere? <laughs> you said we needed to be horribly murdered. Two of my Ben brothers were murdered yesterday. The Bens begin advancing on Sandman. All right, I think this is my cue to leave. Spider-Man exits. The Uncle Ben clones are getting closer and closer to Sandman. Sandman receives a phone call. Hello? Yeah, this is he. Okay, great. When should I pick them up then? A pause. The clones are getting real close now. Sandman's still on the phone. What? No, no. No, I ordered four boxes. A six-month supply. I weigh the same prescription in each eye. The clones are so close now! They're so close! The clones are! Sandman's still on the phone. No, if you'll check your system, you'll see that I've always had the AccuViewAsis. I found out on my last exam that I have an astigmatism, so I have to change my order to AccuView Advance for astigmatism. Not that Hydroclear shit. The clones are, like, right next to Sandman now, so they're still on the phone. Okay, so yeah, I can probably be there tomorrow. What time do you open? Okay, cool. I'll be there at 10.30. Thank you. Sandman hangs up. Cut to exterior. Larry Flint Hustler Club. Spider-Man is standing in front of the gentleman's club about to go in. All right, time to get my rocks off. What, what? Yo, uh, not so fast, webhead. Whoa, 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 what's the problem? Well, first of all, we have a dress code. Bouncer snaps his fingers. Another bouncer comes out and puts a sport coat on Spidey. And an $80 cover. 80 bucks? Since when does Larry Flint need my 80 bucks? Larry Flint don't exactly own the place. The kingpin walks on stage. <laughs> Indeed, he does not, Spider-Man. I do. Kingpin! And no wonder this feels like highway robbery. Hey, fat man, I'm looking for a girl on your payroll. <laughs> you won't find any girls in there tonight, Spider-Man. It's an all-male review. Oh. Prince Namor walks out. <laughs> Mr. Fisk, I know I said I was up for anything, but that's a horse in Do there. you want your $50 or not, Namor? I mean, I guess I'll take then it. Then you pleasure that Horse Namor. <laughs> Prince Namor hangs his head in shame and walks back in. Right. Cut to interior, J. Jonah Jameson's office. J. Jonah Jameson is yelling at Peter Parker in his office. You call these pictures, Parker? My grandmother could take better pictures of Spider-Man. Well, what's wrong with these ones, Jonah? What's wrong? I want to expose Spider-Man for the fraud that he is. These pictures make it look like he's saving those people from the derailed subway car. Betty Brant comes in with a roast beef sandwich. <laughs> Mr. Jameson, your lunch is here. Ah, thank you, Miss Brant. Parker, get me more pictures of Spider-Man on the double. There's the door. Peter leaves. Jameson starts eating his roast beef sandwich. 
It's a warm roast beef sandwich with gravy and coleslaw and a hero. The bread is soaked with a sweet gravy. Jameson unwraps the paper wrapping of the sandwich and takes a bite. There you are. The juice from the roast beef and gravy combo squirts out from the sandwich with every bite. There's gravy on the collar of Jameson's shirt and on the corners of his mustache. Jameson looks in the delivery bag to find napkins. There aren't any! He starts licking his fingers, which are covered in roast beef juice and gravy. Betty and Peter are talking outside. Boy, old old JJ's really steamed today, huh? I'm sure he'll be fine after his lunch. His blood sugar's usually low. Peter's spider sense goes off. We hear screaming from Jameson's office. (laughs) Peter and Betty rush in to find Jameson dead at his desk. Jameson has been shot through the back of his head. There's a bullet hole in Jameson's office window directly behind him. People rush past Peter into Jonah's office as Peter turns and heads towards an exit. Cut to exterior, rooftop across from the bugle. The vulture in his standard brown suit and wings, wearing his featureless mask, is packing away a rifle. I always warn Jameson, the vulture always gets his prey. The vulture takes flight, but moments later is jerked back. He looks down to see a web line attached to his legs and Spider-Man dangling from the other end. Now, vulture, you know you can't get takeoff without getting clearance from the tower. Spider-Man begins to climb up the web line, getting closer to the vulture. Why are you chasing me? You should hate Jameson more than I do. The vulture swoops close to a building, but Spider-Man pulls his feet up and runs along the windows. At the last second, he pushes off... Of the building and lands on the vulture's back. Ah, you got it all wrong, Vulture. Jameson and I have a real Sam and Diane thing going on. We yell, we fight, but deep down, I know he loves me. Spider-Man punches the vulture as the vulture tries to shake the hero loose. You should be speaking in the past tense, Spider-Man. Furious, Spider-Man punches the vulture again. This time, knocking off his mask. The vulture turns to face Spider-Man and reveals his identity as Jonah. We see the vulture has been J. Jonah Jameson all along. I was jealous of your power, spider freak, but soon everyone will forget about you. Let's get rid of those pesky web shooters. Jonah Vulture uses his wings to slap Spider-Man's wrists, shattering the web shoes with two pops and also toppling Spider-Man off the building. I was so surprised my spider sense didn't even warn me. I gotta think fast. Spider-Man grabs a flag from a pole he is plummeting past. Ah, anything can be a wing if the surface of the top is longer than the bottom. Spider-Man has fashioned the flag into a makeshift set of wings and glides to the ground. Oh, oh, I wonder if the Wright brothers are taking job applications. Jonah Vulture has swooped down. You infernal insect! Why won't you just die? Jonah Vulture swipes at Spider-Man, who dodges and jumps up on his back. I don't know what's gotten into you, but now even you hate yourself. But I know one thing that you die to protect. The bugle's presses! Spider-Man runs into the bugle to where the presses are kept and starts toppling them. No! My bugle! What are you doing? The presses break up and machinery begins flying everywhere. Ah, I may not win a Webby Award, but I am helping to destroy print media. 
Jonah Vulture jumps off of Spider-Man's back and tries to stop the giant machinery from falling. But a big piece lands on top of him. Amid the destruction, a giant ink-rolling pin becomes dislodged and begins rolling towards the trapped Jonah Vulture on a path to crush his head. Oh no! Stop the presses! Yeah, it looks like you'll be on the front page tomorrow. Literally. The disembodied face of Uncle Ben appears over Spider-Man's shoulder. Remember, Peter, with great power comes great responsibility. Are you ever going to let me live down getting you killed? Nope. Uncle Ben fades away. <laughs> Spider-Man leaps into action, grabs the rolling pin, saving Jonah Vulture's life. <sighs> Thanks. You saved my life. I guess I owe you. All right, well, if you want to pay me back, try being nicer to Peter Parker. He's a friend of mine. Spider-Man disappears just as the police arrive. Fade to close-up. Daily Bugle headline. Peter Parker, pretty personable person. We pan down to the sub-headline. Spider-Man's still a total jack-off. Cut to exterior Manhattan lamppost the next morning. Spidey is standing upside down on a lamppost reading the Daily Bugle. Well, that's what I get for not being specific. Hey, why don't you specifically pay me for that paper you're reading? Spidey flips a few coins at the vendor stand and swings away. Hey, you hit me in the face. What a jack-off. <laughs> Cut to exterior, Manhattan, day. Spidey swings through the city. Uh, never gonna get the credit I deserve, but I guess that's okay. As long as people are safe, I'm still arm wrestling champion. Nick Fury totally wants my schwanz, and Swamp Things aren't crossing universes. That's what counts. Spidey lands on the planet Hollywood side in Times Square. <laughs> and hey, it can't be so bad, because I am still... Hey, it's that jack-off! Hey, jack-off, who you talking? Ah, Spider-Man! I was gonna say I'm Spider-Man! You people ruined the very last line of- Blackout! <laughs> Spider-Man 4 was written by Brett White, Aaron Burnett, Frank Hale, Anna Rubinova, Adam Bozarth, Jason Sines, Taylor Moore, Dan Chamberlain, Beth Appel, Ben Stadler, Ari Scott, Carrie McGuire, Mike Scollins, Drew Johnston, Katie Healy-Wersberg, John Freeler, John Bershad, Chris Shell, Chris Wilkes, Dave Bloodband, Kevin Hines, Will Hines, Eric Tenoy, and Matt Little. Thank you to our cast, Adam Bozart, Matt Little, Anna Lubinova, Jeremy Bent, Aaron Burnett, Taylor Moore, Catherine Mutom, Brett White, I'm Dan Chamberlain. This has been a co-production of Left-Handed Radio and Matt Brett Love Comics. Oh my goodness, what a show, you guys. Thank you so much for coming out. Uh, give yourselves a hand. Better yeah. than Spider-Man 3? I'd say so. Yeah! Yeah. We won! We won! We did it! You guys, we did it together. Uh, thank you so much for coming out. Uh, please go to lefthandedradio.com. We have a monthly sketch podcast there. Brett and I also host a weekly comic book podcast called Matt and Brett Love Comics. MattandBrettLoveComics.com. And, uh, and yeah, thank you so much for coming out tonight. Uh, and uh, hang out at the bar with us. We're going to have a few drinks, have a few laughs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. We won't give you laughs. Yeah. Thank you so much, everyone. Have a great night.
Make sure to check out our next sequel machine show, Dark Knight 4, Thursday, September 6th at 7.30 p.m. 25 writers step in for Christopher Nolan to write the fourth in the Dark Knight trilogy. Make reservations now at east.ucbtheater.com or through links on our Facebook page. Dark Knight 4. We will be performing a live stage reading, and the best part is it won't be three hours long. We want to see you there, Thursday, September 6th at 7.30 p.m. See you next time on The Sequel Machine.